I can't thank thank this woman enough, um, this lady enough. She's been a tremendous person in my life, and she helped flip a lot of things that happened to me on a different scope to a new scope, and um, has truly taken my life uh, to another level. And made me want to appreciate her as well. I have the honor of introducing uh, my wife, my beautiful love, Devin Mostert. Hello, What's going hello. on, baby girl? Hello, hello. How'd you like that introduction? It was, it was good, but my love, we've been married for eight years. Eight years, <laughs> eight yeah. Years. Oh, I apologize. Sometimes <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun. I'm proud of like the father you are. I think you're the perfect role model and like and the fact that when adversity strikes, adversity always going to be there. Yeah. Like you look it straight in the face and you're like, all right, what you got? Like, yeah. I'm going to overcome whatever is thrown my way. Yeah. And I think that that's more important. And like, that's what I I love about you more than you being a baller. Like, I didn't fall in love with baller Raheem. I fell in love with <laughs> a, the, a, a guy that pond. came from nothing and yeah. turned it into something. Yeah. What place would y'all rather be right now, man? Come on. Let's be great today, man. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Raheem Mostert, host of Relentlessly Motivated, presented by Mercury. Super excited to bring this show to you guys. We're going to have weekly episodes featuring athletes, business professionals, and anyone that's overcome odds to achieve greatness. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Really appreciate your guys' support, and enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody, to Relentlessly Motivated, another episode of Your Finest. And today is a very, very special guest. Um, this person has been a part of the journey um, throughout the years, been a part of my life for about 13 years. Um, we've been married for about, what, five years, six years, seven years, eight years, <laughs> infinity, eight years. So eight years. Eight years. Um, yeah, it's, and it's awesome, man. I, I, I can't thank, thank this woman enough. Um, this lady enough. She's been a tremendous person in my life and she helped flip um, a lot of, a lot of things that happened to me on a different scope to a new scope and, um, has truly taken my life, uh, to another level and made me want to appreciate her as well. Um, and so I have the honor of, uh, introducing, uh, my wife, my beautiful love, uh, Devin Mostert. Hello, What's going hello. on, baby girl? Hello, hello. <laughs> How'd you like that introduction? It was it was good, but my love, we've been married for eight years. Eight years, <laughs> eight yeah. Years. I apologize. Sometimes <laughs> time flies when you're having fun. When you're having fun, yeah. a whole lot of fun. I know. And um, I can't even believe you it's know, been eight years. I know it's been eight years. Can you believe that? No. We've 2017. Been this, we've been in this since we were 18. 18. We've been together since we were 18, folks. And uh, it's it's been quite the journey. She's been there ever since um, our Purdue days. She mm -hmm. played. Um, college soccer at Purdue. Um, that's also where we met. Mm -hmm. um, of course, mm -hmm. you know me playing football. So we're we gonna get into that. Yeah, we're gonna get into that too. Okay. We're gonna get into that All too. Right. And uh, yeah, it's just it's just been magical. I mean, we we now have been married for eight years. We got married in seventeen, um, and it's just been an awesome journey. You know, okay. just been a roller coaster it's been a roller coaster it's been a roller coaster it, it has but i've never wanted to jump off no nah, you haven't no nah. so. you you stuck through the, the thickest of thick and the thinnest thin yeah um and, and the ups so, and downs a, a lot of ups and downs a lot of downs but you know <laughs> yeah 
but you know, we're we made the now. best of them. Yeah, we so. did. We did. Um, but you know, starting with that, you know, um, we met back in 2011, um, freshman year, first semester um, of that year. And we were talking. Um, I had just gotten out of a, of a relationship that was a, a high school relationship. And, um, you know, I, I wanted to move, you know, forward with myself and, and focus on, on college um, you know, school and football, and then I stumbled upon you. <laughs> hey, the good things come when you're not looking. <laughs> nah, when you're not looking, it's fun. It's the the story of how we met is truly, it's funny. It's but it's also good. It's a it's it's a, a relatable story. Um, we met. Um, she was working out in the gym one morning. Um, it was what six o'clock workouts or five thirty. Yeah. You had an early workout. Yeah. Um, and funny enough, my teammate and my roommate, uh, Akeem Hunt, shout out to Akeem Hunt. That's my guy. The best. The best. Um, he actually noticed Devin, um, coming out of workouts. Um, and like the way it's set up at Purdue, um, before they renovated, before right? the renovation, before the back renovation, in our day. back in our day, <laughs> back in the good old days, um, they had like this balcony where there were meetings that overlooked like the weight room. But mm-hmm. then there was also like a little breezeway that yeah. you had to walk through to get to the indoor um, field. Mm-hmm. And that's where you had did your training mm-hmm. that morning. And uh, Akeem wanted to talk with your your teammate yeah he and ran so down the stairs like sprinted ran. down the stairs he was like wait 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 yeah he, and i was like what yeah and he was like you know who's the girl like who's the curly haired girl on your team like i want to talk to her yeah meanwhile you meanwhile i was on top of the balcony and i saw them conversating through literally like two glass windows and i was like that's her. Like, that's the girl I want to talk to. Like, that's the girl I want to get to know. And uh, mm-hmm. funny enough, you know, he was asking about your your My teammate. teammate. Mm-hmm. All the while, I was asking him what your name was. Right. And so me being me, you know, a, a tech guy, I went on good old Facebook and uh, hey. and sent out that. <laughs> now it's like Instagram yeah. and TikTok, but Instagram, back TikTok, in our day. <laughs> TikTok DMs, but back in the day it was Facebook message. Mm-hmm. And uh, I sent you that Facebook message. Yeah. I wouldn't say I got a necessary reply ASAP. No. But <laughs> I... I I just shot my shot. As you were best so as I, sweet. I was. You were. I was. I, I don't remember. I don't recall what I actually said. I don't think I do either, but I think you were just like, I honestly think you asked if I played on the softball team. I did. Mm-hmm. I did ask that. Before we get back into the pot, I have to tell you guys about Doer jeans. These jeans are the most comfortable jeans I've ever worn. They look good and make me feel good too. The material is five times the stretch of traditional denim, which allows me to move freely and comfortably whether I'm working out or just lounging at home. It's the kind of comfort I want every day. Doer denim is not only comfortable, it is also antibacterial. That means less washing, which is great for the environment and my schedule. I'm able to stay fresh and clean even with 
less laundry. Now I know what you guys are thinking. Does he really wear jeans in sunny South Florida? Doer jeans has me covered because they're designed to regulate temperature, keeping me comfortable in all types of weather. And last but not least, Doer denim is designed to last for years. So I'm not just investing in a pair of jeans. I'm investing in my style and comfort for the long term. It's a smart choice for both my wardrobe and my wallet. I know you'll love Doer as much as I do. Check out Doer's flagship store in LA and Denver or shop online at shopdoer.com slash motivated. Right now, my listeners can get 15% off site-wide when you use my special URL. You'll want to take advantage of this because Doer never goes on sale. To get 15% off, go now to shopduer.com slash motivated. I think I was just so mesmerized that, you know, I, I had saw you, especially now when Devin was in her freshman days, uh, she had like this like teal blue, like, mm-hmm like little thing going on in the back of her hair. And I thought that was like the the most attractive thing because I never saw that before. So like you were the only one that that had that at the time. And so that just stuck with me. And the soccer bun, it really stuck out. The soccer bun too. You know, the blue hair underneath. So yeah, caught your eye. Yeah, you did. You did. You did catch my eye. Um, And it was, let's say it it actually paid off for me. I I did. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I did my thing. I I reached out to you and I asked you if we can, you know, just get to know each other. Yeah. Um, you, I think you asked me to go on a walk. Yeah. Around so, campus. So what we did um, throughout the whole um, the whole process of us getting to know each other, mm-hmm. we would take like like little night walks mm-hmm. um, through Carrie Quad and where her dorm was as well. So yeah. Carrie Quad is also a dorm that football players and athletes stayed at mm-hmm. um, specifically. So that way, you know, everything's a little bit easier at Purdue. Um, and yeah. so that's what we would do. We would go to the night spot, grab some pizza here and there. Um, cookies and cream milkshakes. Cookies and cream milkshakes were always, always no, a banger. Honestly, you were so sweet because I'm a nerd. Like, if if you know me, you know I'm like a textbook, yeah. by the rules kind of girl. And so I would pull all-nighters all the time. Yeah, I never got a B in my entire life. So I was a straight-A student, and I took my grades very seriously. And this guy would bring me like 2 a.m. snacks, a little, yeah. a little pizza, cookies and cream milkshake. <laughs> and you became my best friend. I never in a million years thought I would date Raheem. Nothing against Raheem. I just wasn't looking for a boyfriend. Yeah. And, you know, you made it difficult to resist. So yeah. you were so, so kind. It would always bring me things while I was studying or we would just, you'd be like, you need a break. You need a break from studying. You just need to come for a walk, get some fresh air, get <laughs> yeah. out of the basement. I'm, I'm the guy that's like uh, trying to avoid the studying <laughs> aspect of everything. You know, I'm, I'm trying I, to. I changed that in you though. No, you did change that. I but did. early on, I was like, hey, You're look, like, eh. C's get degrees. D's get degrees. Yeah. It's all right. You know, you, you'll be all right. I promise. Not in my book. Not in Not her book. In her book. book was like, no, A's all the mm-hmm. way. Like it was. Oh, yeah. A or nothing. Like it was all in or all out. Funny story. We took a horticulture class together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And never once did I let Raheem cheat off of me. Honestly, sit by me. Yeah. You'd be like, why can't I sit next to you? We're taking a test. I'm like, you're on your own. Let me tell you this. (laughs) Like she would like do this test, right? In, In horticulture. And I'd like, be done and walk out. And he'd yeah, be like, it should be done and like walk out with like before anybody else. And I'm like, dude, what the like, what the hell? Like, you just gonna leave me hanging? Like, I'm, just, I'm your man. Help I would me just, out. I would just sit 
in the hallway and just wait for him to be done and be like, wow, that took a long time. Yeah, it took like, a long time. I'm like, bro, this this horticulture is tough. Like learning about plants and how they grow, like that's it, for and me. We had to like, like take care of plants that semester. Yeah. I didn't take care of his plant, I only took care of mine. Yeah. But my plant turned out good. <laughs> no, though. it was fine, yeah, but like mine, I did mine my was thing. thriving. Yeah, yours is thriving though. Thriving. But I nah. took the measurements every week. Yeah, you did. You so. did. And yeah, no, you, I didn't help you at all. No, you didn't. You asked me. I too. got an A. He got a B. Yeah. So you would ask me too. Like, <laughs> did you did you do your did you do your measurements to see how tall your plant grew? And I'm like, oh, I yeah. forgot to do that. I held you accountable. You did. I you never did. did it for you though. Yeah, no. You were on your own. <laughs> My first semester, I failed uh, philosophy. Yeah, that uh, was. Uh, and now before I was your girlfriend. That was before. That's when we were talking. but yeah. You didn't. You didn't. I didn't know your grade you situation. Yeah, you didn't know my grade situation, mm-hmm. and so I took that class the following semester and actually got an A in it. Yeah. So I was, I was, I was thrilled about that. But yeah. had I, you know, it made you take your studies more seriously. Yeah, you for did. Sure, you did. Yeah, and so that's that's the whole reason why I went to college too was yeah. to, you know, take studies very seriously because I wanted to be the first person in my family to graduate. You know, yeah. and I think that. Amazing. You, yeah, that was amazing. You, you helped me out for that for sure, um, and I can't thank you enough for that. Mm, you know, there's a lot of different things um, that you know both her and I have gone through uh, throughout our lives together that you know ultimately made us stronger. Yeah. Um, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. I'm putting you on the spot now. Here we go. What was one moment in the journey of the Mostert's mm-hmm. right? Um, that you felt like it at the moment it didn't seem clear, but then all of a sudden, you know, it, we had to stick to it, like, and and we had to grow from it. Are you talking about like our college days or our anything, journey? any anything? Because you know, well, this I is- mean. I think you're, the coaching change for you mm. in college was something that was difficult. Yeah. Just because, you know, you had a coaching change your junior year of football. Um, and I feel like he just only played his guys. Right. It was like you went from playing to like he had this mindset of only playing my players. Mm. And, you know, you and, you know, your your class weren't his recruits, weren't his players. So you kind of had to figure out a way to get noticed again. And I think that's when you started running track. That's when we were all sitting in my parents' basement for Christmas. And you were like, I think I'm going to run track. And we were like, okay, you're on your like 12th cookie. Calm down. But like, we'll support you. Yeah, I was. And uh, so. Yeah, I was I was sitting in that basement and I'm I'm sitting there just munching on some cookies you know and it's it's around what it was right like like around this time like, yeah it was, it was like it was christmas break it was christmas, it was christmas break we yeah, were home like, for christmas break christmas break i'm mm-hmm. I'm munching on on cookies mm-hmm. drinking some milk you know my mother-in-law makes some really good cookies by the way chocolate chip cookies mm-hmm. are just shout out to, to die for shout out to mama <laughs> um and so what made this guy a four-time Big Ten champ. So, yeah. No. <laughs> and so I was sitting there. I'm, I'm on the couch and I'm, you know, I'm looking at what I can do for this upcoming year. And I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, look, I think I could, I think I could run. I think I could compete with these guys. Like, mm-hmm. you know, as a as a track runner. Mm-hmm. And Mama didn't doubt me. She did no. not doubt me. No. But you and you and Kevin, her dad were like, I mean, ah, we were whatever. Just like, you guys are oh, just oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I mean. Yeah. 
do your thing. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, you got to put the action in. You got to put that, you know, those words into action. Yeah. And I actually you did. did. You yeah. did. And I so, mean, that was the year you were literally a four-time Big Ten champ. Yeah, it was it was a fun ride, though. And, no, but going back to um, what you said about yeah, the coaching the change. It was the coaching change. Yeah. I think you were kind of like, should I transfer? Like, should I, I was thinking go about to Ohio it. State? Should I, was, I, I was thinking about going to I know, to you really State. were. Yeah. And, we sat in your your house yeah. um, and we had that talk. It was one of, one of the many talks. That I felt like changed our our trajectory yeah. in regards to the career path and you know um, me pushing forward. For sure. Um, you know, I, I I was sitting on your couch and mm-hmm. you know we were just talking and you know we just had hired the new coach and I felt like you know I was putting in all the work that I possibly could yeah. to impress him and to be you know a guy that could be reliable on the team right exactly yeah and for me it was just it was devastating that I I felt like I wasn't you know being viewed as a player who could make plays for the team for sure and, and you guys were like I think you finished that season one and eleven yeah. or like what was your record was terrible yeah. yeah it was it was bad your talent was on the bench yeah it was it was like Three and seven to one and eleven, you know, or whatever. I don't know. Like it, it ended. My last two years weren't the best years of of in regards to record, right? Right. Um, but your track is what put you set on the me apart. It, yes, it's yeah. what put you on the map nationally yeah. because you were labeled NCAA's fastest, fastest football player. player. Yeah, fastest player. So that really is what brought the scouts to your pro day, where yeah. you just like bald. Yeah, I mean and, your bench presses, your vert, your yeah. Your I, I showed out my pro day. Yeah. I didn't get it. I didn't get an invite to the combine. No, um, which is which is fine because yeah. I'm. It's not a make or break. It's not a make or break deal. But. You know, if if you do have dreams and aspirations to play football, and mm-hmm. you're uh, especially right now, if you're a big time, you know, recruit, and or if you're not. Um, you don't necessarily need uh, a, a combine invite. I mean, no. I'm a nine-year I mean, vet right yeah, now. Yeah, you're the perfect example. Yeah, I'm, of that. I'm the perfect example. Like I'm a nine-year vet right now, mm-hmm. um, who performed at a high level in front of the scouts on pro day. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was just it, I just had to set the bar straight. You know, you you don't need any of that other stuff. You no. know. That you stuff, don't need a red carpet. Yeah, you don't you need a red You just need an carpet. opportunity. Yeah, yeah. And you have always done the best job of just... Striking, trying to get that opportunity. Yeah. And and one thing that I do remind myself is that I just can't go back to, you know, once I get that opportunity, I can't look back. Like, right. I got to keep it forward, keep it pushing forward thinking mm-hmm. all the time. Because, like, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to do something that most people said I couldn't do. Right. And then I'm also trying to do something for myself and my legacy for my family, right? Mm-hmm. For for us. Yeah. Like I want our boys to look back and be like, Well, my dad was a damn baller. Like he he did his damn thing, you know? Yeah. Um, and so that's the most important thing for me. Um especially I think it's clear you're a baller. Yeah, yeah hopefully. <laughs> but I think that there's I'm proud of like the father you are. I think you're the perfect role model and like and the fact that when adversity strikes, adversity always going to be there. Yeah. Like you look it straight in the face and you're like, all right, what you got? Like, yeah. I'm going to overcome whatever is thrown my way. Yeah. And I think that that's more important. And like, that's what I 
I love about you more than you being a baller. Like I didn't fall in love with baller Raheem. I fell in love with <laughs> a, a, a guy that pond. came from nothing and yeah. turned it into something. Yeah. And she, like, she, she was there when I was getting benched, you know, at Purdue. Um, I got cussed out right in front of her. Um, yeah. By your running back coach. Um, by my position coach, my yeah. junior year, um, you know, got injured. I tore my PCL. Yeah. Uh, my sophomore year. So that kind of, you know, didn't help the fact that we had a new hire coming in, you know, my junior year. Yeah. Because they didn't have too much film on me because I missed like five or six games that year and yeah, came back I, for the old you, oak and bucket. Right. Against but you had a lot of adversity off the field. I did. And I think we need to get into that because that sure everybody has their adversity on the field. If you're a player, if you're a soccer player, a football yeah. player, you have your fair share of injuries, you have your fair share of disagreements with coaches, whatever. Game plans don't, you know, you end up with a loss, okay? Yeah. But I think that it's the stuff off the field that, you know, I'll let you get into. Yeah. Whatever you want to touch on. No, 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 honestly. And that's, I know that's, it's personal because that stuff is, Yeah. I mean, I mean, but we went through some dark times because of your personal life at Purdue. Yeah. And I don't mean like dark times in our relationship. Like Raheem and I have, we haven't know, broken we've up. We've never broken up in, in 13 years. Yeah. We haven't had a single breakup. So I don't mean, you know, dark times between us. I mean, dark times. Exterior. Exterior. Yeah. yeah. With your family situation. Yeah. So. Nah. So my junior year, um, you know, doing well in track. I mean, shit, we can start freshman year him i mean when we first started you know talking you would come over you would like call me at two o'clock in the morning you'd be like well you know there was domestic violence at my house and yeah. like can i just come over and just stay at your place like yeah just there's police at my house and yeah. i just need a i just need you to just i just need to talk to you yeah no nah, so like it, it started really there it started there yeah I mean, you know growing up it was it was tough you know I, I look at your family and i'm like wow like this is like what a family is supposed to be right but like every family's not always that situation right, right. no for sure um, but I'm, like I'm, i I'm love grateful. your parents like your parents are, are absolutely amazing i remember the first day i met your dad yeah. And it was, uh, that was. He took us on our first date. Yeah, he took us on our first date. <laughs> and it was actually to uh, like a Halloween. A haunted, a haunted house, yeah. A haunted house, a Halloween haunted house, which was like, I'm like, what? These things exist? Like, mm -hmm. I didn't know a haunted. Growing up, that's not, I didn't, it was like being down here in Florida, you don't get to see that. Like, yeah. you don't go to a haunted house. The only thing that's haunted is when you go to like Orlando and go to like, horror night right yeah. in orlando at the theme park like that's the but like only looking back that's funny because athletes weren't allowed to have cars on campus yeah at least freshman athletes i should say yeah, yeah. so we didn't have car a car yeah we didn't have a car and so and my dad had to drive us to our first uh he, dr he drove us to yeah he drove us to our first we'll date. call it a date but yeah <laughs> <laughs> i got to meet him and that was that was it was intense. I ain't gonna lie. I I was I was very I was very uncomfortable meeting your dad for the first time, just because I I don't. Now look at you guys, best friends. I know we like we're like this. Like, that's my dog. Like we'll do anything for each other. But, yeah. Um. Yeah. No, nah, it was cool because he he barely talked to me though. Like he was just he's like quiet. yeah, he's Come a quiet on. guy. He's, so like if he he's says to himself. Anything, yeah, he's to himself and he's like mm hmm yep mm hmm. All right, honey. Mm-hmm. Okay, baby. Mm-hmm. Like, that's who he is. But, like, you guys once you are, like, blood brothers. Him, once you, yeah, once, yeah, oh, yeah. We're, like, blood brothers now. Like, 
we're we're like hangover, right? Yeah. We're like yeah. <laughs> you come, we're, we're sharing blood now. Wolf like, pack. Wolf, we're, we're the wolf pack. Yeah, it's just us we two. are. We are. Yeah. But us and a Wilson. Di- that's a different vibe from you know what you grew up with. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, it was definitely different. You know, just seeing how um, you know, like I say, the dynamics of your family, and then uh, what how my family was raised was like two different spectrums. Yeah. It was like, I was trying to get out of a situation while your home was a great situation. Yeah. Like your dad and your mom are just like lovely. Like they took care of you. They took care of their daughter. Yeah. Um, and they did everything they possibly can to show support. Right. It's, yeah. it's not just being there, but it's also about, you know, showing support and, and doing all the little things like hearing the stories about how your parents would drive you all the way across country just for a soccer game and back. And, you know, every little thing about that, it just, it inspires me to be that type of, 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 of a parent. Right. Like that's what I want to be for our kids. Yeah. You know, being able to travel to games and being like, uh, you know me, I hate driving. Like I get in the car, if it's a two hour drive, I'm like, he's like a 45 minutes and done kind of guy. Like if if it's longer than 45 minutes, no. I'm like, are we there yet? <laughs> like, you, they, how much longer we got? This, sure. is, this is crazy. Yeah. But like, your dad's like, oh yeah, you know, I, I drove like 12, 12 hours, hours, like 12 six there, six back. Yeah, no big deal. All in one day, we even stayed and watched a game. Oh yeah, do you remember we also had this? We stopped here and looked this. Look at, I'm like, yeah, we have a lot of stories traveling across country just for soccer games, yeah. but. But yeah. the dynamic does like that's yeah, that's what dynamic. you want. That's what you want to see, and so and I think that's always kind of been your underlying reason why. Mm-hmm. And like you've talked about this in interviews before, where like your why was your future family. Like yeah. you didn't want your kids to grow up the way that you did. Right. Um, like you knew you had to get out of Florida to you know be successful, I guess, and yeah. you know to be the first person in your family to graduate. You went all the way to Indiana. Nope. <laughs> from Florida yeah like, that's 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 a tough ass yeah if you ask any kid from Florida you know hey you're just gonna leave your family and go by yourself to a, a unknown chartered like place yeah. like Indiana which is nothing but like cornfields and like snow and and the first time it snowed at Purdue he during our freshman year he texted me he's like what do I do I'm like, you're going to need a hat and boots because it's about to get cold. (laughs) Yeah. I actually had a a teammate who I bought boots from. Yeah. uh, Ralph, Ralph Lauren boots. Yeah. Those things were durable too. I I love them. They lasted through the years. They lasted through the years. I had to get rid of them my senior year. Um, And I actually bought a peacoat. Yeah. Your peacoat. From, uh, was it Target? No, it was. JC Penney's. Yeah, probably. JC Penney's over at the uh the, the, what, the Lafayette La- Mall. Lafayette Mall, yeah. yeah. Damn. Tippy Canoe, right? Tippy Canoe, yeah. Tippy Canoe Mall. Well, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Your peacoat. Peacoat. Your Ralph Lauren boots. Are we giving you an image here? Yeah. <laughs> beanie. I had the Ralph Lauren beanie. Yeah. I, I always stay with a Ralph Lauren beanie. I honestly think we still have it. Yeah. We I might think we do. still have it. But yeah, so that was me right there in a nutshell. My fresh, our freshman year, yeah. just trying to get get used to the cold weather. But like you said, it was just about being in a situation where I wanted to get out of and and viewing myself as having better. Right, you know, mm-hmm. like I wanted I wanted 
beautiful kids. I want a beautiful wife. You know, I wanted a beautiful home. I want to be able to, you know, not have to worry about where my next meal is going to come from. And the only way to do that was just to keep grinding, keep believing in myself. And I think going back to our conversation on if you should have transferred to Ohio State that, you know, when you got the new coaching chance. Yeah, but you were like, you know what? A degree from Purdue means a lot. Yeah. Not that one from Ohio State doesn't, but you were already established at Purdue. You were already in a program. You already had classes. And you were like, at the end of the day, if football doesn't work out, I have a degree from Purdue, which is, you know, top tier. Yeah. And and then on top of that, it was like, I didn't necessarily know what I wanted to do. Yeah. But I knew that, you know, having a background in, in business, business, entrepreneurship. Yeah. You know, all that stuff and, and having connections to build in Purdue's atmosphere yeah. will help me carry over into the real world. Like, for sure. You know, I still got, you know, football's not forever. And we weren't sure at that point. Yeah. No. If it would, you know. Yeah. My, my junior even, and senior even year was tough. Go to the NFL. Yeah, yeah. My junior and senior year were tough. I was, you know, I was a starting running back coming in after making a splash on the track. Yeah. Um, starting running back. Um, you know, and then after a while I got benched Yeah. and the next thing you know, I had, a, I took a back burner, you know, and I don't know why I, it, it was one of those scenarios where the coach just, I guess he didn't believe in me all that much, but I hyped him up because of what I was doing away from football. Right. Yeah, like, right. You brought attention to him. I brought attention that, Oh, he's the fastest guy in college football. So you have to play him. Like right. you, you can't have this kid just sit on the bench when he's known as right. the fastest guy in college football. Yeah. Like he, he went to NCAAs in both indoor and outdoor right. for a sport that he rarely even does. Yeah. Like I, I ran my, my freshman year Yeah. and I, I made the big 10 championship and I came in like maybe sixth, fifth, yeah. In, in in the 60 meters. Well, it was those cookies during our Christmas break that really just set that thing off. Wanted me to go back. Yeah. Yeah. So, no. and, and plus it was you like, really just put your mind to it. Yeah. But the thing was, is like, I I had to look at myself and be like, I'm not, I'm not making an impact somewhere. So I need to like do my own thing. And track is like perfect for that. Yeah. Like, and it was I kind of to, like a single, like individual sport. Yeah. But I mean, you did help. I helped your the team. team. I yeah. helped the team get points and try to win the big 10 championship as a team. You know, um, on the men's side. But, you know, I also had coaches, uh, Coach Green and um, Coach Elliott, who both Mm -hmm. truly believed in me. Like, they they really wanted to Even on the football field, too. Yeah, yeah. They were like, look, you do this, take care of these things. It'll work out not only here, but on the field as well. Right. And so I, I had to, I had that mindset of, okay, well, it's, yeah, it's go time. So they made me want to race. That was the start. Yeah. Start started something of truly believing in in yourself, you know. Right. Um yeah, I mean, so moving forward, you know, junior senior year happened. I didn't coming out of college. Um didn't get drafted. No. You know, I remember sitting at the at the apartment at our place. Yeah. At our place, Kylie Cove. Yeah. Um what was our what was our number? You remember? Shit. No. 307. I don't remember. I have no idea. Oh, God. I really have no idea. 
dang, I thought it was going to be good. I thought we were going to get one. Before we get back to the pod, I got to tell you guys about HelloFresh. HelloFresh hooks you up with breakfast, lunches, and snacks, all part of the playbook. It's the fuel I use for my podcast grind. HelloFresh is offering charcuterie boards that score big this holiday season and desserts that are straight up touchdowns. With over 45 weekly recipes, 100 curated picks, every bite is a celebration. Listen, I know what you're thinking. This sounds too good to be true. It's probably super expensive to have meals shipped to your home. Think again. HelloFresh is cheaper than grocery shopping and less expensive than takeout. That means less stress in your day and more money back in your pocket. But that's not the best part. I bargained with HelloFresh to get my listeners an exclusive deal. Free breakfast for life. I'm not kidding. For life. Yes, for life. So join me and many others by going to HelloFresh.com com slash Raheem free and use code Raheem free for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash Raheem free with code Raheem free. Senior year comes, mm-hmm. you know, I don't get that much production. Um, so now it's draft and we're sitting at Kylie Cove. Tell me about how you felt during that whole process after seeing me in the state that I was in. Like, what was going through your head when I wasn't getting drafted? And, like, also, did you feel like there was a, a, a next chapter, maybe after football or even even so? Like, did I think football was going to continue? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you had, a, I mean, you had calls coming in sixth round, seventh round. And I think at one point we thought, I think Atlanta was going to bite. Mm-hmm. Yep. We thought, like, they were like, we're going to draft you. And you know how the draft works, like things get moved around, people trade up, this, that, and the other. So it didn't end up happening, but I mean, like you had a bunch of calls coming in. You had teams who wanted you to switch to corner and you were like, well, if I go to them, they don't want me to play. You know, you were kind of like a wide receiver running back hybrid. Yeah. And they were like, well, if you play corner, like we'll take you. And I think Philly, where you actually ended up going, was like, you know, we love your speed. Like we... You know, we think you're going to be, you you fit the system. You're going to be an amazing special teamer here. And I think you saw that opportunity. You saw the running back room there, which was stacked with talent. Mm -hmm. But you saw that not as competition. You saw that as, oh, I can learn from them. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was like Darren Sproles, Ryan Matthews, DeMarco Murray. And like, you really just took advantage of your opportunity there to just be a sponge. Yeah. And I think that your effort special teams wise, but also your effort just to like retain the knowledge that those guys have had and gained during their careers really helped propel your career, you know, early on. Like even though you might not have been given the opportunity on the field, you were still collecting all of those little nuggets. You were still tweaking your game like in practice, it might not have been in the game, but I mean that your rookie season, preseason, you had what the most yards for a running back? Yeah, most yards from an uh, offensive player. Yeah, yeah, that year. So like you took advantage of your opportunity in the preseason, mm-hmm. and like every opportunity that you did get on the field, but like you also were a sponge in the meeting rooms. So yeah. I think that's really helped you. I would say this, like, it's it's very important for people to understand that, like, it, it, you may not be able to get, you know, that dream job right away. Mm-hmm. And you might have to work your tail off, work your ass off yeah. 
to get to that position. Right. But every little detail matters in the process of getting there. Right. Right. Like if you feel like you wanted to, like for me, for instance, right. My ultimate goal in this football journey is to have a gold jacket. Right. How many, how many times have I told you that? Like that's the ultimate goal. That's the ultimate goal for me. Like that's always been the number one, Mm -hmm. right. Is to get a gold jacket and to be in Canton, Ohio, tell them about what we used to do every off season in in Canton. Like drive by the the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And he was like, "I'm gonna be in there one day. Like that is my end. Like that's my goal. Yeah. Like that is all I want is a gold jacket. Like, and how many times would people be like, "Have you ever been there?" Have you ever stopped there? And what would be my answer? No. Why? Ooh. I don't know. Am I supposed to know? Yeah, of course you're supposed to know. <laughs> but I don't think I do. The reason why we haven't stopped there and want, went in is yeah. because the only time I want to go there is when... You're in there? I'm enshrined in there. Okay. Yeah. I could have used context clues to come up with that, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah, no, you did it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> no, nah, it's all good, though. No, nah, right. but that's honestly, like, yeah. we used to we used to always take those trips because you're from Cleveland. Yeah, I'm from Ohio. Yeah. So we, so. Used, we always used to drive by it and like we never would stop. We'd be like, we should go. But you never wanted to. You were I like, never wanted to go because that's I felt like the only the only way I was going to go and, you know, be a part of that mm-hmm. is if I get a gold jacket. Mm-hmm. Like that was my ultimate goal. Yeah. And it still is like, you know, I, I know like right now, you know, I'm in year nine and, you know, I've, I've seen and watched a bunch of greats, you know, getting shrined and stuff like that. And, you know, my, the trajectory of my career hasn't been, you know, easy sailing, you know, to get to that level, but. But neither has your life. So like, I think it's not a far-fetched idea. It's not out. People can laugh in your face. People have done it your entire life. Right. But like, you know, it's like you're your interview post NFC championship game where you're like, you know, there would be doubters and naysayers, but like, I've never given up on my dreams. And, you know, you were like, I think you said, look where I'm at now. Like I, you know, you had just scored four touchdowns in the NFC championship game, taking your team to the Super Bowl. So like, really look where you're at now. Yeah. You never gave up on your dreams. Yeah. And, and, and that's how, you know, I continue to, you know, wanting to be the best. Like yeah. that's, I have that mindset every, every day I'm on the field. Mm-hmm. Now there's certain circumstances that happen. Like, you know, um, coach may not like you and, and it's not for me. Right. Like, I'm not saying this is happening to me, but like coach may not like you. Coach may not want to put you out there. You're n- probably not doing as good as you thought you could, but like you could still work on the details of yeah. everything in order to get to where you want to be. Like yeah, if you and I, be that's a, what you did in your early career. Yeah, I did. Like you might not have gotten the spotlight I, on game day. Yeah, I took like, in everything that Darren Sproles taught me. You did. Like you, I, lo- you loved Darren Sproles. Yeah. You still like, love Darren Sproles. I still do. He's, yeah. he's going to be a guy that I'm going to always thank uh, for the rest of my life just yeah. because I know that the journey that he had too um, you know, people overlooking him and yeah. saying that he's not going to be much of anything because of his stature, um, exactly. you know, and, and 
he's not a, he's not built like a typical running back and all this other stuff. The oh, guys that shit are, is bullshit. Yeah, the guys are true people playmaker. make up whatever they want to make up to try and doubt people. Yeah, and you both are examples of you know not letting what people say matter. Yeah, no, you, you can't because once you let that you know be ingrained in your brain, it's yeah. almost like you you might as well just stop playing or stop you know believing in yourself. You know, I, I hate to say that, but like you can't let other people affect your ultimate goal yeah. like you you should surround yourself with people that can see the vision as clear as you can yeah. right and that's what you did for me like you gave me you know a, a true clear path I mean you know even when we were with the Browns yeah and mm, there we go I'm you remember we celebrated at Hyde Park we had a, a yeah. nice state dinner. Yeah, so was, Raheem had made the 53-man roster. Yep. And I think that was your official, like, post-training camp. Yeah. 53-man roster. You had been on, you know, 53-man rosters during that season, but you went yeah. through training camp with the Pre-season, Browns. Pre-season, training camp. Pre-season. All that stuff. Made the 53. Yep. Celebrated that night. Celebrated that night. We had a nice steak dinner. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right at Crocker. Yep. And then next morning... What was what was that day? It was my bridal shower. Yep. And you know, went into it on a high because Raheem had made the fifty three. And during my bridal shower, and I didn't know this at the time, but everybody that was there did. Raheem was released from the yep. team. Got got the call yeah. um, about noon one ish. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just sitting at our apartment you know um getting ready to go in yeah and they said hey uh Raheem you mind um bring your iPad with you to bring in your iPad bring in your iPad with you um come to the facility bring your iPad mm-hmm. and we've heard that story once before who bring in your iPad's never good never good never good and so um yeah bringing your iPad and I got I brought in my iPad and they said that you know they were just going they're going to cut me yeah. After initially making the 53-man roster, yeah. on the day you had your bridal shower. Yeah, so... I call I your dad. Yeah. I my dad your, was the only only guy at my bridal shower. Only, yeah. And uh, Raheem called my dad to let him know that yeah. he had been released. And they had come up with this, not a plan, but just like, let's let Dev enjoy your day. Yeah, got like, to. You got to enjoy it. You got yeah. to gotta enjoy your day. Sometimes you got to take sacrifices for the greater good right yeah so the greater good it was so sweet of you guys and it was yeah me and your dad came up with this formula he was just like hey look you know i'm with the ladies right now well i call him up i'm like hey kev like you mind stepping away from the girls for a second he's like yeah what's up bud like what's going on yeah and he had no idea and so i called him out and once i said that hey look step away from the ladies i gotta tell you something and he was like yeah what's up bud like what's going on and I was like, you, you wouldn't even believe this, like if, even if I told you. But you, I don't know if you know, but I, I just got released by the Browns. And he's like, no shit. Like, are you kidding me? He's like, dude, you just made the roster. And I was like, yeah, I know. And he was like, all right, all right. Well, um, yeah, I think the best thing to do right now, um, he's like, have you told Dev yet? And I was like, no, nah, I didn't tell I'm not going to tell her. I'm not going to tell Dev. He's like, all right, that's good. Um yeah. Yeah, let's let's wait until 
um, you know, later on tonight, and then we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, and I'm not gonna tell the ladies right now because that just that will just crush their day. Like, yeah. and I but was like, like some of my girlfriends on the Browns knew, but like they were equally as sweet and yeah. not telling me. See, I had no idea about yeah, that. Yeah, like Charlie Hewlett's wife knew. Yeah, I think Mara knew. Like my girls knew, but they like didn't want to break my heart at my bridal shower, which yeah. is so nice of all of you guys. But yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's a day that you want to remember, not for the bad, but like, you know, you celebrate with your, your girls. You know, I didn't want to I didn't want to put you in that position where I'm I mean, I hate to hide that from you. Right. Yeah, like, no, I hate for to sure. Hide but like you also didn't you. want me crying at yeah, I didn't you know, want my you bridal to, shower. I didn't want you to think like, oh, you know, my bridal shower was the worst moment of my life. Like, yeah. no, heck no. You deserve that moment. I'm not yeah, going to because of my career. I'm not going to ruin that. Like. Yeah, I, no. And it didn't ruin it. It just was a uh, another flip, you know, where your life another flip goes the opposite direction. And I think we ended up a jet. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. So you, you get home, mm-hmm. you get to our apartment. I'm yeah. laying on our 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 what was it? That leather couch. Yeah, that couch was actually comfortable too. I was about, I hate getting rid of that one. I know. We had that for years, too. We did. But all of our furniture ended up so beat up because we had moved so many times over this NFL and journey. Wilson. And the, our, our dog? Yeah, yeah. Wilson. Well, Wilson. he's not beat up, but like, no, yeah, saying, he's my road dog. No, he, he, he beat up the furniture, too. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm like, yeah. where are you going with this? Yeah, no. Yeah, he, no. Yeah. Wilson's probably over moving, too. Yeah, he was. He's he a little was, beat up. He's he was, over it. Yeah, he was frustrated. He's my, at us. Uh, my co pilot in the car. He was, he was a part of the journey. Still is a part of the journey. Yeah. He, he's about 11 now. Mm, yeah. And yeah, it's. We had that conversation on the couch. Yeah. And you remember what I asked you? I mean, you were like, should we, like, basically, like, should we keep going? Like, should I keep, should I keep playing? Like, is this, yeah. is this how the journey is, ends? Is this how the journey's going to go? And what I, was the question you asked me? I said, do you love football? Like, do you still love the game? And, and I, like, I knew the answer. Yeah. I know you love, you love this shit. You live for this. Like, you love this. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, I do. And I... And then what'd you say? Well, there's your answer. Yep. Yep. There's your answer. Keep keep going. going. Keep going. This is your dream. And I will forever stand beside you, behind you, wherever you want, in front of you. If you need me to, you know, be an O-lineman, whatever (laughs) you need, I'll, I'll do it. (laughs) Be a fullback for me. Yeah. Whatever you need. Alec will take offense to that though, right now. You know, (laughs) I think wifey could block too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Put me out there. I'll block for you. Ooh, I don't think you want them problems, girl. Oh no. I'll do what I can. Don't mean that it ain't gonna hurt. You are gonna feel it, nah? You gonna wake up? Ah, you gonna be like for sure. stuck? You gonna be, baby? You give me a pack hey, of I ice. Hey, I can try. You I can try. try. Yeah, you can try. I'll lay it all on the line for you. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> but yeah, nah. That so yeah, we became a jet the following week, yeah. and we were there for a week. Solid week. <laughs> solid week. Put in a good solid's work, yeah. but. And, and then, you were picked up 53 for the Bears. Yeah, for the Bears. And then um, got cut and signed back to their practice squad off and on for two games. Yeah. And then that's when I made um, that decision to because uh, I broke my pinky. Yeah. We got cleared by the doctor. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. I, then you ended up a Niner. I ended up a Niner for about seven years. 
So from 2016 up until 2000, what, 21? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that was my last year as a Niner. Those were the days. Yeah. yeah. Those were the... uh, the big opportunity days. Yeah. Where you... Uh, a lot of ups and downs during that whole process. More yeah. ups than downs, More right? Ups. yeah. Um, had to deal with some, a few things. Injury. Um, you, know, you know, it's part of the game. Opportunities. Um, felt like I wasn't getting uh, the opportunity that... I, well, again, you had a coaching change. Yeah. You ended up change. on the Niners because Chip, Chip Kelly. Kelly. Yep, and Chip, Chip Kelly. Kelly was your coach on your first team in Philly. Yep. And so... so he helped me. I got. I gotta give nothing but thanks to Chip Kelly for giving me an opportunity. Love Chip. Yeah. Thankful for Chip. I'm thankful for Chip for sure. Yeah. He um he he saw something in me and, and we still communicate communicate to this day. You do. Um, we were out in UCLA last year. You um, always make sure if you're in the same city as Chip. Same to city. See Every time I'm in the same city with Chip, me mm-hmm. and him always go and talk and we catch up and I love it's that. it's always good. So that's and one it thing about like, you. I truly admire is you've been. On so many teams, and you've never burnt any bridges. Even when people tried to like slam the door in your face, yeah, kind of, and yeah. you know, you're yeah. like, you know, it's not personal. At the end of the day, this is business, which some people, I think, on the outsides don't see it. I guess it is business, yeah. but like, this is. Now talk about that, like you being um, a wife to a, a football player, um, and you see both the ins and outs, right? You can. You can, yeah, like I see the personal side because it is personal. This is our life. Yeah. But at the same time, I do have to sometimes see it as a business. What's up, everybody? If you are a college football fan like me, if you know a college football fan that's in your life, you need to go cop this shirt. New designs dropping all the time. It's the perfect gift with the holiday season coming around. If you don't have this thing, you're missing out. Great material, great fabric. I wear it all the time. Go get yours today. It's a business move for players. It's a business move for organizations. And... Sometimes it's hard to see the organization's part because I see I'm on the personal side. Yeah. But sometimes you got to take the personal out of it. Right. Yeah. It it, it truly is straight business. Like suit and tie. You know, I got to I got to put on my put on my slacks for for the offseason and and figure out what's the you know best move for the family. I mean, it's like the 49ers thing. Yeah. We were with the 49ers for six seasons, seven years. And like that was home. Yeah, that, that was, was our home. We Bay Area. That was that was that's we all we knew. We loved it there. Yeah. But you ended up having to make a business move. Yeah. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't personal. We loved it there. It wasn't personal. It, it wasn't personal at all. It felt it, like it. Like if you know. It was. It wasn't. It was personal. family. Like the Niners yeah. really was our home. Yeah. Um. And some of our best friends still didn't, live out there. We didn't want to leave, but no. you know that's the part of the business. And yeah. and when there's a better opportunity, you do have to take that, yeah. and you have to you have to you have to count on yourself, yeah. um, and and truly believe in yourself. And, and that's what leap. we did. We yeah. we took that leap. We were like, it's time. Yeah. We took the leap, and no, I still are. love I still love my boys over there. You yeah, know, they're always going to be the yeah. Niners. We still have love for the Bay Area. Yeah. I love I love everything about them over there. You yeah. know, it's it's always going to be love, and you know, at some point when I'm when I'm going back over there, you know, I know that it's going to be all love too. You yeah. know, once a once a, a once a niner, always a niner, um, yeah. and that's just a part of the journey. You know, it and, is. And like it was I said, a good part of our journey. Yeah, it was a good part. It, it was, was good. You know, that we, was a blessed part. It you know, was got to be able to do a lot of great things over there, and. 
you know, I'm just trying to try and do that over here in Miami too. Yeah. You know, so you're doing a good job of it. Yeah, yeah. Trying to trying to trying to help this team get to the playoffs and and win a game. I think that's the most important thing. <laughs> trying to make history yourself too. Yeah. Break some records. Break some records along the way. We're, you know, uh, you're inching close. We're getting close. You know, I I got my eye on one record, and it, and it's gonna mean a lot. You know, especially um, being from Florida, my first ever game. Uh, with Grandpa Dennis was yeah. a, a Miami Dolphin game, mm-hmm. um, and that was the first time I ever watched uh, Ricky Williams uh, yeah. run. Um, and you know, I I met Ricky Williams uh, this past year, and he's a great guy, unbelievable story, um, super super intelligent dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm be able to. Hopefully, fingers crossed, break his his uh, record for most touchdowns in Dolphins history, uh, rushing touchdowns that is, which is at sixteen. Um, and right now, currently, I'm at thirteen, and I have six more games left, so I got a chance to do it. Yeah, you know, I I got a chance to do it, um, and we'll see, we'll see. It's 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 fun. It's a fun ride. I got fifteen total touchdowns. Um, and it's, it's, it's a great ride. Yeah. So it's been a great ride. Yeah. It's nowhere and you're done. No, it's nowhere. That's the best part. That's the best part. That is the best part. So, um, if there's anything else that you want to cover in this, in this episode, you know, I think that we've hit pretty much everything, um, from, you know, all the, all the beginning, how, how we started, where we, where we met, you know, up until, um, our journey right now. Um, mm-hmm. We didn't get into the deeps of of the, the actual cuts and what we had to do. Right. Um, maybe there'll be a second episode. Maybe there'll be a second episode. <laughs> you heard it first from Wifey. No, there's a lot to cover in 13 years. We really have been on a roller coaster. Um, but we could say that we have, we've had the the best journey though. The best. It's been, it's been trials and tribulations along the way, but honestly, it has been one of the best journeys, if not the best journey, um, that both you and I partake in yeah. uh, upon us. We've definitely been relentlessly motivated. Relentlessly motivated, <laughs> yeah. And also, I don't know if y'all know, we we got some gear right here. I got, I'm wearing a hoodie, um, relentlessly motivated uh, hoodie. Um, and then I also got the hat. My wife's wearing the, the crew neck. And then on the sleeve, it says... There um, will be daughters and naysayers never give up on your dreams so you know we we got merchandise coming soon um we're building building up that and this go and copy it whenever whenever we drop it so yeah um i'm proud of you yeah i'm proud of us journey yeah our our journey is is not over yet it's nowhere not over yet not over yet and and we just got to continue to stay grounded yeah um keep riding the wave wherever it takes us keep riding the wave dude yeah (laughs) (laughs) and and also you know make sure that we're we're grounded and and our our faith and belief in in one another and in the man upstairs as well Mm -hmm. um and also you know helping raise these beautiful kids that we have Mm -hmm. um and trying to provide for for those those little nuggets because they they truly are our pride and joy um they they do everything that we do 
Um, yeah. And they love watching you. They love watching day in me. and day out. Yeah, but you also do a great job. She does a great job Sundays. of bringing the boys to the games, and they actually even our youngest one, Miles, he's one years old, and he's he's in tune with the game. Like it's so important for me to bring them to your games because I need them to not just see what you do, but to like appreciate yeah. what you do. And they, they really do watch. They love seeing you live out your dreams and yeah. like football isn't forever. Do I think you're going to be done in the next like couple years? No, I, you're going to do this until the wheels fall off. I know Jeez. you, you love this. Yeah. You live for this. Yeah, we live for this. We love it. Yeah. But you know, they're, I need them to have these memories too. I don't. Yeah, it's something that's really special. No, it's you can't hold them back. It's special for us, and even if they don't remember, we do. Yeah, and I love these memories. I love that we get to Take live videos. out your dream as a family, and you know. Yeah, I love seeing pictures you guys. in case they don't remember. I so. love seeing you guys in the crowd. You know, yeah. you know, you got G Man flexing, putting his arms yeah. up. Nico doing he the same daddy thing. Strength. Yeah, they they doing everything they possibly can. So. Yeah. It's, it's, it's special. It it's, really is. It is. You you definitely have to get your kids involved in what you do. Um, there is a book that I I read on a daily basis, and I put probably like at least five to ten guys on this book. It's called The Daily Dad, and it's 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 probably the the best like dad book you possibly can get. Mm-hmm. Um, it talks about like all these things from you know, being present to um, allowing kids to come witness what you do for a living and and truly see if they want to do that, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, you know how I feel in my stance about our boys not playing football. Like, I don't want them to play. Same. But, you know. (laughs) if they want to, we will let them trust us. But if we had to choose, we are not choosing football. This yeah, sport is rough. <laughs> yeah, the sport's rough. You know, I don't I don't like the 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 outcome of it. Um, you know, with with concussions and bones being broken and surgeries. Yeah, nobody and, wants that for their kids. Yeah, so. and CTE. Like I don't yeah. I don't want to have to deal with that with my kids, especially at an early age. They they don't need to be doing that. No. Um, but that's my stance on it. That's our stance on it. Yeah. But if my sons ask if they you know want to play who am I to stop them right. like I, nobody I, stopped you and nobody that's their dream me. yeah we'll support it you, yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna have I'm gonna have you're gonna have my full 100 percent 100 percent coaching you're probably gonna be their first coach let's be honest ah, <laughs> I don't know I don't know yet we'll see we'll see yeah we'll see but no, nah, it's, it's. I mean, you're not going to be their golf coach, so who ain't you? Well, I'm a, okay, I'm gonna get right to the lab this off season. You All know, right. I got the clubs ready, the memberships yeah, up. So yeah, we, uh, you got the clubs and the membership. But yeah, I got. I got to get that practice in. That's yeah, it. no, I know. I got to get away that. from you guys for a couple of days here and there and during the off season. About to be a golf widow. Yeah, <laughs> <a> golf widow. <laughs> but yeah, nah. Honestly, you know, I just, I just want to you know, tell you and thank you for everything. Um, you know, with with everything that's gone going on, uh the process that we went through, the process that we endured. Yeah. Um a lot of moving. A lot of moving parts. A lot of moving parts, you know, from from Philly to, you know, Miami for the first time. Yeah. Two thousand fifteen. Huh? Two thousand fifteen. Two thousand fifteen, rookie year to now we're here you know and just trying to make a splash that's all so 
Just want to say appreciate you, girl. Like mm-hmm. always, my sugar plum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's we good appreciate Christmas you. Time. <laughs> yeah, and uh, let's let's continue this 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 success. The mm-hmm. the story. It's not written yet. You know, yeah. there's, there's a lot of pages to be written. So a lot more chapters. A lot more chapters. So appreciate you, girl. Appreciate mm-hmm. you being on the pod. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully you have fun. I love it. Okay. All Thanks right. for having me. Yeah, well, hopefully there's a part two with this lad, this this yeah. young lady. Yeah. We'll see, though. But, hey, appreciate you guys tuning in and uh, always stay relentlessly motivated here on the podcast. Y'all have a good one. See you guys. Thank you for tuning in to this episode with Gilbert Burns. Hope you guys enjoyed our conversation. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe on anywhere that you find your podcast. And follow us on social media for highlights on the show. Until next time.